0: On this episode of the AIE podcast,
1: <laughs> this dating simulator seems to have a lot of combat in it.
2: Are you ready for Brewfest? Bew, 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 and so are.
1: <laughs> are you ready for a light patch? Light patch? A light patch in Final Fantasy XIV.
2: And we have Kinney here to talk to us about AIE in ESO.
0: All that more coming up right about now bringing you the latest news from the aie gaming community from planet earth and beyond this is the aie podcast Welcome to Formula 409, because we need to clean up this podcast. (laughs) Episode 409 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alea Eacta esque I mean community. The Die Has Been podcast. This is Mewcow, and to my left in a cooler state of being is Makala.
1: I wouldn't call 96 cool, but you know, the calendar says it's fall, so that means that I'm going to be baking all the things pumpkin and apple for the guild kitchen.
2: Hey, I see 83 for next Sunday as a high.
1: That sounds brilliant, please.
0: <laughs> uh, and that voice you hear is Tetsemi.
2: And my Polya spreadsheet is pretty much done and in maintenance mode because, well, we'll talk about that coming up.
0: Uh-huh. And the voice you have not heard yet is our special guest, Dan Kinia, who is here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. Welcome, Dan Kinia.
3: Hi. As I wave at a non-existent camera it's okay. saying hi.
2: <laughs> Yes, yes. We're all there in spirit. Too many Zoom calls, anyway.
0: <laughs> all right, so we're going to see what everybody's been up to, starting with Dan Kenia, since she's been the one not with us the longest. So what have you been up to?
3: Oh, so many things. Um, my Baldur's Gate 3 party is currently sitting in camp, though. Took a little bit of a break from them because Starfield came out.
0: Uh, I've yeah. spent a
3: lot of time in space lately. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. In real-life gaming, I am in an in-person Thursday night group with a couple people that some of you might know that might be in here with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're They're in the so house. We, we play some 5th edition there, and that's hanging out with friends and having excellent meals. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. A lot of Starfield, a little bit of ESO, a little bit of WoW.
0: righty, that sounds like you've been up to plenty. Cats. So then let's see what Yeah, yep, Podcat. Uh let's see what what Macala has been up to in your neck of the woods.
1: Alright. So um a lot of work right now. Um Gaming stuff. Uh like Kenny mentioned, our Thursday night game. Which means I then get a turn to Kenny and say, Hey, what are you doing Sunday? <laughs> Can you want to come? And, and she always knows what this means. Someday I'm actually going to say, invite her, you know, say, hey, should we do this? You know, I might invite her over or say, hey, do you want to go out some Sunday? Just to throw her off her guard. Um, in the dice, um, we uh, finished uh, one, well, I'll let Ted go into a little more of it, uh, but we finished um, the first chapter of our current Call of Cthulhu campaign, and all I got to say is I rolled a uh, critical success, a one out of 100 against a, sp- against a power roll with a really, really ancient spirit, um, which meant that it was in the trapped in the room with me. It was a <laughs> good time. Um,
2: yes, and there was a delay because she was time. not paying attention when she rolled the dice. Everyone else <laughs> was, but she was distracted.
1: Okay, no. I w- okay. In, in my defense, you know what I was doing, my love? Taking A notes. spreadsheet. <laughs> no a spreadsheet because i was going through so in our so with the call of cthulhu um game system at the end and i knew we were coming up to the end of the chapter at the end of every chapter you get a chance to um roll an improvement so whatever your skill is you roll a, a hundred cider if you roll over that skill you get to roll a 1d10 for improvement. Um, so everybody marks their own character sheet, but I keep a spreadsheet as well where I have, I put down what people got improvements on or the chance, you know, what they to improve. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going through the last part of this to make sure I had everything. So I roll it and I'm doing this and and it's quiet, and I realize it's quiet because I'm not reacting. Everyone's staring, and usually, if somebody rolls a hundred, I am or a one. If someone rolls a hundred, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. I'm like the biggest cheerleader, Right. you know. So I wasn't looking, and I look I'm like oh, and, you know, I'm like oh, oh, it was oh my gosh, it was an amazing moment. I was so excited. <laughs> it was. Um, it was. Um, in our our Sunday Star Wars RPG. Um. Oh, we all made our sabers, and now we are tracking down yet another artifact. And this actually goes directly into my friend Talia's backstory. Um, she plays a twin. Um, who's my character's wife. Uh, the twin I'm oh, sorry. My friend Talia, who plays my character's wife, her backstory. That made more sense. If not, it sounded like they were twins. Right. Um, but basically she had a brother um who was um disappeared we we have found out he's gone you know to the order of the dark star um presumed to be dead he is not dead he of course is a you know dark jedi or sith whatever you want to call him um but uh we are tracking down an artifact that his group is also tracking down um and we found it but getting there um, ended up you know going to this planet where we had to track down the location. Um, which also the order of the dark star was looking for. Got to the planet, found the temple, navigating through it. Lots of really fun puzzles and um skill challenges, which is always fun. And then, you know, we get to the you know, we get to where we can get to the temple, but we have to go underwater, and there's a Horrible! I swear I, to God, I thought we were playing Call of Cthulhu for a few moments. Um, a horrible sp- kraken type creature, and then these all these little bitey bitey, you know, fish, little space piranhas. Um, I get down to one hit point. That's always fun, or one health. Um, get through that, heal up, keep going. Another puzzle to figure out, and as. Um, my friend Talia, her character reaches for the orb, which is the device we're looking for. It actually is like a map of the ley lines, the fourth ley lines, all throughout the galaxy, in areas known and unknown. Hmm. Um, these like four. Map. It really is. Um, these four. Uh, um, Beskar armored knights come out. <laughs> And we were in the middle of that fight, and oh, um, but 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 the crit table, the crit table benefited me for once.
2: <laughs> oh, you didn't get the one fifty five; Be- someone else did.
1: <laughs> no, they did not get one fifty five. I critted somebody for one forty six, which means they die immediately at the end of the end of the next round.
3: Ooh.
2: Harsh. Ouch!
1: Yeah, it was against one of the force knights.
2: <laughs> Very nice.
1: It wasn't against a player. They die at the end of the next round unless they're administered aid, right. which is what my crit got changed to last time when I when I had rolled 155. So it got changed because we realized there was an increase of 10 on it. So it was actually. So, yeah, yeah, no. Um, So I am um, the, the, the skill or the uh, crit is called the end is nigh. <laughs> so unless right. you get that unless you get that crit healed and get healed, you die. So I, I was very proud of myself. Um but other than that um every single game I'm in the first portion of the game has been talking about what people have been doing in that dating simulator.
2: Yep. Accurate.
1: It's it's a fun game
3: and I'm I, really need, I need I need to get back to it.
1: Yeah. Um so I did the early 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 beta and I had so many issues I need to get back to it. Yep. Cuz I know it's a very different game.
2: It is. They've streamlined a lot of the stuff and didn't try and cram all the um, tutorial into the ship at the very start wonderful so. yeah much more gradual intro and they have a story uh, essentially a story mode so they have three modes they have the the i want i'm here for the story the i'm playing it normally and then i'm a tactical genius let's go
3: yeah so. yeah Ron that stuff what's that and then um, throw that stuff yeah pretty much and then the karmic dice to help if all dice hate you.
2: Yes. No, oh, yeah,
3: yeah. can help balance so that you don't fail quite so often. Which,
2: and as yeah. we well know, is a and kidney yet, issue. I still got two crit ones in a row with karmic dice on. I have no idea. Who are
1: you, Dan Kinia? <laughs> well, and, I and really from what admit, I can tell,
2: it was, admit, it was a a skill check. I quick
3: save. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: what, that's yeah. you just, i will don't... quick save before i roll f8 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 <laughs> yeah
0: as as they say saves coming but from what I've, i have can tell though is even if you horribly lose like the game is good about making sure there's still a path
2: oh yeah yeah like, no, like
0: uh, unless you firebomb your whole party all at once uh you typically have a path around what's going on
3: well that's good yeah exactly yeah well, so. and there's
0: It wouldn't be fun if that was the case, you know, it's like if if it was, you know, end of game around every corner, then who would play? Um, Except for Elden Ring people. Oh,
1: I was was going to say, or, you know, like, you know, yeah. when our buddy Lars was just over.
2: Yep. Oh, we'll get to him. Well, and (laughs) part
3: of it for me is there are certain checks, particularly ones involving animals, that I don't want to fail. Right. No. So if I fail that check, I am rerolling that thing. I don't care. It's yeah, we're having it again.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yep. Which that that's a whole fun thing, and one of my characters does has animal talking, and I I those are always fun. Yeah. Little side adventures. Yeah. The the very possessive squirrel. <laughs> yes. But, um.
1: That that sounds oh. like a really and the, messed up children's and book. The, and
2: the yeah. <laughs> and the strange ox in the uh, druid grove.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah this, these are children's books, people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what do you been up to then, Tets?
2: Uh, so a lot of uh I don't want to say finished Palia because it's still a beta game um mm. but they have released uh a couple weeks ago they released almost a month ago they released the first of four um temples ex- exploration areas that add on to the game and the water temple was the the first one and once you go through and and solve the temple think like shrines in um Link Zelda Zelda yeah um they're they're like mini shrines and um the water one was really fun it was more of an exploration than a puzzle solving the fire temple that they just released a week and a half ago was a puzzle solving. It was a straight up shrine from, uh, from Zelda. Like you have to, you know, decode these things, pay attention to these symbols so that when you get asked later, what order they need to be opened in or, or input in, you know, you have them correctly and that sort of thing. Um, really, really fun. Um, it's definitely still a beta, the, uh, the most recent patch that introduced the Fire Temple. Um, I think they're, either their QA or themselves are still getting used to some of the interconnected systems in the game because you weren't able to finish one of the um, temple bundles because it was asking for a recipe that didn't exist in the game. And, oh, yeah. no. and when you finished three of the four bundles, you actually got the final reward that you were supposed to get for unlocking all four bundles. And then when they fixed it, so the recipe was one that was in game. You just had to buy it from um, one of the vendors in town or the villagers in Ooh. town um, and completed the fourth bundle. You were supposed to get also furniture recipes called uh, Ember Fire to go in the style of the Fire Temple. That never mm. happened either. Oh uh, no! So hang on two seconds. Thank you. Sorry, dog's playing with the screen. Please hold for puppy. Um. So yeah, but uh, and, and there's other stuff like that. Like one of the quests for the villagers at level four, you have to go in to talk to thirteen villagers to get uh donations for this other villager. And if you didn't start with one villager first, and you you went back to her, you know, you came to her after you already started on the others, you don't get the her contribution. So it just says and it's an optional piece. It just says twelve or thirteen. You could turn it in and get the full reward, but it's just stuff like that that it's it's like I don't think they quite have their. Check boxes or their or their flow trees down yet? Right, there's, right. Yeah, there's some of this going on. Uh, on the plus side, other than that one villager, uh, I was able to get all the villagers to uh, the relationship level four, so they're all. I've done all their quests uh, except for the Plume Hound of Hacian. Uh They just added the ability to uh, increase your your uh relationship with the the plume hound. So now he's at level 2. And uh sorry about the squeaking. squeaky toy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um Hard our son. So, got that done and then once that's done, basically went back to uh to Baldur's Gate 3 and I started a new save because I realized I was Not that I was doing things inefficiently. There was, I wanted to do things in a certain order and I kept screwing it up. And so finally I'm like, okay, I'm going to start over Uh, because no spoilers. It's still act one that a lot of people have gone through, but there's a part where at the Druid Grove, you either have to defend the Druid Grove because it's being attacked or you can preempt that by going somewhere else first and and solving the problem with the attackers. So Uh-oh. this time I went there first and did that and it was a lot more straightforward. So yeah, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. I've just taken that character just going into the underdark and I saw a path I didn't take last time and went, "Oh, yeah, that's why I didn't take that last time. That looks like a mess of a monster." Ah swear to all that is Gary Gygax, I thought they were throwing a beholder at us ah. It's not a beholder but it's it's for the level Well that's you're good. At. It's tough. No, it looked exact almost exactly like a uh, beholder but it's a different creature and I was like ah, oh, Right. Oh that's okay. good. All right, let me I I think I can do this and then half the party died and went Yeah, no, I need to be better prepared for that fight. So I'll go, I'll go another direction for now. So having a lot of, uh, having a lot of fun in Baldur's Gate three now, um, trying to talk my way out of any fights that I can talk my way out of. Good Um, idea. And the only, the only, it, it is a, um, game much like Starfield that does allow add-ons, um, the only add on I'm running is one that doesn't change your save file at all. Uh, and it's called uh, Camp Events. And all it does is put an exclamation point over your character's head when you, to notify you, hey, if you go back to camp and sleep, there will be an event that That's cycle. That's neat. Yeah, because the game, otherwise. I felt like on my first playthrough, Chapter 1, I missed a lot of opportunities because some of the opportunities right. um, only come up during a certain period, like they're in an interstitial. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of catch them as they're there. And so um, that's the only one I'm running. Um, there's another mod I looked at that, um, much like Sotor... Uh, will tell you whether it's a dark side or light side choice. It's a right, uh, right. it's a companion influence choice. It will tell you if you make this decision, here's how much influence you potentially gain with these characters. Um, well,
3: that's great.
2: Yeah. So I was like, maybe on a maybe on the next playthrough, but uh, for now, I'm just running the one that says, "Hey, go back to camp, idiot." So, <laughs> right, right. But that's mostly what I've been doing.
0: What about you, Mew? Well, I—I I mean, I started strong on BG three, um, but then Starfield came out, and I haven't touched it since. So, so yeah, that—that uh, that definitely has is scratching an itch that I probably didn't know was there for a long time. Is it's essentially it's you know it it's Fallout, fallout. right, right? It, it, it's it's mass Fallout effect, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, it, it may not be quite as. You know, decision tree heavy as Mass Effect, but it can get there. Like, there's definitely, especially when you get into to the persuade menu, um, trying to figure that out. Oh, that's just. It, I think they still need to work on the persuade a bit, but, but, uh, but yeah. If I can, you know, talk my way through things, then I can. But it's kind of funny that even like with BG three, like they they give you ways of getting around things if if things fail or if you oof. Mm-hmm. I've seen lots of people for example there's during the the tutorial section when you first meet up with the with a pirate boss um, you're supposed to do something with that boss but a lot of people go in guns a blazing and don't think anything of it so I've seen a lot of interesting fails of people like like they'll throw a grenade and then the dialogue starts right, right. <laughs> and they're like they're like oh crap I was supposed to boom he's dead <laughs> so right but right. The, but that—that's a valid like. You—you—that you, was one of the options. You could have just decided to immediately attack him anyway. So you made the decision before you knew there was a decision to be made. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm I'm I've I've finished two of the faction quests. Um, you know, I might go back to the main story quest one day, but it's a Bethesda <laughs> game, so yeah, you know knows? that that that. that that that's kind of normal. I mean, um, honestly, <clears throat> like most
2: Bethesda games, the main story quest is the least interesting quest in the game. The side quests are much more interesting.
0: Oh yeah, no, that, that's like like these. I, I have to say that if you're thinking of a faction quest and you want to know more about the world, definitely do the UC stuff. Yeah, um, the UC
3: Banner was really good.
0: That one like really introduces you to the world and the setting and what happened, what happened in the past. <clears throat> the the free star um, is is also good, but in a different way. It really just kind of focuses on them, which you know I guess a, a faction one should do. Um, but uh, but yeah, so those are the two that I've finished, and the rewards are definitely nice. Um, I'm still using the free star reward, um, and I just checked out the UC reward um, last night. So um, so yeah, I'm debating if I want to go back to the main story or if I want to go and check out the Ryujin stuff. That's oh. over in um, Neon City.
3: I've done so. Vanguard, Freestar, and Reusion. I'm currently working through the, the U.S. Sys Defense slash Crimson Fleet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> last big faction quest to go through, and then I get to decide if I jump back into main story or if I keep doing side quests. Yeah. But yeah, the, the side quests are interesting. The faction quests are a ton of fun. Um, having a lot of fun with that game.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to get through it. I'm not rushing myself, but I am going a little faster than I might normally go because the next uh, the the DLC or I guess the expansion for Cyberpunk is coming out this week.
1: Oh, and, there you go, yeah.
0: And that's another series that um you know same same. I mean, it's it's different setting, but for, like it basically it's neon, but the whole game. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, that from what I've seen, they're doing a, an overhaul to Cyberpunk. Um, they're doing it's a whole new area. Um, Idris Elba is going to be a main character in that one.
1: Oh wow! Um,
0: um, Keanu is still around and involved, and they have some other really good uh, uh, voice actors. But by if, if the trailer is any indication, that it sounds you know, and it's going to give you some more backstory. That's, that's one of the things that I feel like they kind of expected you to know cyberpunk's world going into it. Mm -hmm. Um, But now they can flesh it out. So yeah, now you're going to understand more about the country that you're sitting in. So that that's, that'll be a nice little, little bit there. But, um, you know, and I'm curious if they are going to address the, you know, the elephant in your skull or not. Right. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, it's that's from what I've seen. It's you know, it's it's a really good overhaul. I mean, it, basically, the game didn't start until one point six anyway. Right. Um, that's when the game launched, honestly, in my opinion. But um, but yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to jumping back into that because that definitely also hit just right. Like once once the they got some of the bugs out of the way, it hit just right. Like it, that's what that's the kind of game I relied really to get into. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's the problem. So, so you got BG three, you got Starfield, you got Cyberpunk. Like it's it's too much all in the same month. Right, basically. right. It, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> an embarrassment of riches. Exactly.
0: It's like you could, you guys couldn't spread this out a little bit. Like no, because no, this is all time.
2: This is all the COVID games finally shipping.
0: It is. It, it is indeed. That's the thing. And then and this it's not the only one because I'm not even I mean uh, in, into it as much. But I I used to be more into mech games, and there's a huge mech game out right now yeah, that, that people are just loving. Yeah, like that one. I'm, I'm hearing that it's free, for that style it's of game. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, uh, there. I mean, the list just goes on of of stuff that's coming out that all that yeah, they've yeah, been Max, working yeah.
1: on. Yeah. Max just re- re- said the reminder that Spider Man is coming out soon too.
0: Yeah, there's another Spider Man, um, and uh, the remakes that they they've been doing have been really good in those. Like it's. It's all the stuff that they've been, you know, that slowed them down is all now just cascading out. And we just, there's not enough time. Like, I I don't have enough time for one game, let alone three or four. So, question
2: for uh, you two playing Starfield Have you done the the Mantis quest and gotten the ship? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. It is totally worth it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. That was one of the first things I did.
2: Go straight for that because some of the pirates just see, oh, it's that ship. Bye bye.
0: Yeah, but then just as many as there are of those, there are those that say, "Huh, the mantis. I'm going to kill them finally." And and it's you know it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's kind of balances itself out. But uh, but yeah, no, like the, when that thing dropped in my pocket, I'm like, "Huh, what is this?" Yeah. <laughs> Looked it up. Oh, I definitely want to do this. Yeah, no, that's the thing is it's that. I mean, I've I've finally finally re- replaced the the goodies I got from that, but they took me a long way through the game. Yeah, yeah, so
3: yeah i i replaced some of that after doing the free start quest Mm. because Uh, cargo space yeah Um, yeah that's and that's all i'll say about that
0: (laughs) well and then i'll also say it it definitely helps if you listen to the rich old guy and pay attention to what he needs that's my uh,
3: next major quest
0: yeah so um when he asks you for a favor it's worth doing it um but uh, I'll leave it at that, so you can find out what happens there. But um, but yeah, I mean it's you know, and, and then of course you know we are also doing everything in our power to summon the fall because Texas mm-hmm. is stubborn yep. and doesn't want fall. It's still summer. It was it was over a hundred today. Um, miserable. <laughs> so we went out to to Michael's and we we got some fall stuff. We made a fall meal. Oh yeah, absolutely! Like, like we're doing everything in our power um, to try can... to drag it through.
1: Oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of of doing that.
0: And Need Tet
1: it. and Kenny can.
0: Mm.
2: Oh yeah,
1: nope. tell you, Very yeah. Good.
0: All right, but that's enough out of us. Let's see what the rest of you have been up to. Um, we're going to dig more deeper into ESO. That's why Dan Kenny is here. But first, let's cover the week's news everywhere else. A.I.E. News.
1: Alright, in Nomad's news. Well, as you guys heard at the top of this show, there's lots of Baldur's Gate 3 and Starfield talk. Funny that. Who did you romance? What food items did you model your ship after? Did the Mind Flayer get you? How many outposts have you created? Um... And they're also, if you're interested, I know uh, Tat was watching them. There are two episodes of the uh, BG3 actors playing D&D. Uh, they're on YouTube. Check our show notes or just type in BG3 Just D&D. Yeah, Pretty sure exactly. it's going to come up.
0: And from what I understand, they're playing their actual characters, right?
2: Yes. yes. In, yeah. in both. So you get to see Carlac voice Carlack, and you get to see Lazelle voice wow. Lazelle and Asterion, who, good Lord, that actor is just the, the amount of simping for that character. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Crazy.
0: Um, oh, I left him. I left him behind.
2: No, I know, but but there's a lot of people that he resonates with. And
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know, like some people have the uh, the all goth party, so they have uh, uh, Shadowheart and Asterion, and I forget who the f- the fourth one was. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's it's amazing. Oh, um, yeah, no, it, it's it's uh, yeah. All right, before we go down that rat hole, um, in WoW retail. Brewfest started this week. There are new quests, such as Barrel Rolling, in the Dragon Capital Valdraken, as well as the usual ones outside Orgrimmar and Ironforge. Event boss mm-hmm. Corrin Dyerbrew can drop a new armor appearance for the renewed Proto-Drake mount. Took Gusty Tail about 20 tries to get this. Brewfest tokens can be used to buy a new shield and a brew barrel toy. Brewfest activities also count towards the monthly tracking posts achievement for the transmog-obsessed. Otherwise, there are many people finishing up achievements, leveling alts, and looking forward to the next patch. Kenny, how was New Braid?
3: Well, New Braid last night was pretty good, although we didn't manage to make it all the way through the raid. Um, I will say that every time I have not led my own raid because I've been out on vacation or unable to for some reason, they have managed to do a full clear of that raid. However, when I'm there, there's a problem. I think I'm the jinx. It might be a bit,
1: this, all the time spent for, you know, saving you from yourself. I spent some time tanking the floor. I will admit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, know, we know who you are. It's a feature, not a bug gun.
3: Exactly. But new breed's still fun and we're all having a good time. And, you know, we usually have room for a couple extra people. So if you've never joined in and you want to, just keep an eye out on Saturday nights. All right. Yes, that is a goal, Gusty. One day there will be a full clear of new raid with Kenny, but <laughs> that was not this past Saturday. No.
0: Well, back in time and WoW Classic, <clears throat> the Wrath of the Lich King raid team is waking up and Running Dungeon, so are they doing it early, I'm guessing?
2: Uh, I believe so. Also, their raid leader had broken his hand, I believe, and is uh, oh, now no. on the mend. Oh.
0: Yeah, I hear those are important.
1: Yeah, meetings. absolutely. So, yeah,
0: that, that, that would that would explain it. Um, but there is an interest in the classic hardcore activities, uh, which I've seen. Yeah, it's it's uh, been pretty popular. Uh, it's led to more f- folks joining AIE and uh, Wrath of Lich King leveling up. Um, then we, of course, have patch 3.4.3, 3, which includes Ice Cream Citadel or Ice Yay! Crown Citadel. Um, ICC 5-band dungeons, which were pretty good. Uh, ran- random Dungeon Finder, which is surprising because they said they weren't going to, and now they are. Um, and uh, some other little features. Um, that's coming October 10th, so that'll be an interesting time. <coughs> mm. Joyous Journeys has returned with a 50% XP boost, so enjoy that. Um, the Raid Team has cleared uh, Rage Fire Classic on, oh no, is it the Raid Team or just in general? I think I because th- I think yeah, I heard that, that someone actually risked their hardcore characters to Lars. do the Ragefire Chasm. Yeah. Oh, Lars did.
2: Lars and okay, yeah. Yeah. Lars and four other people got together and
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Risked their heroic or uh, their hardcore characters to do Rage Fire Chasm yeah. and cleared it. So death is permanent on these realms. That that's the big thing. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> Right, it's,
0: right. It's yeah, battled- one and done. Yeah, there is no battle resing, There is no resing rezzing. It's just your your yeah. You get to be a ghost or you get to transfer off. One of the two.
2: Yep. And there, so, uh, uh, so there are people that are like, no, don't even bother to spend the silver in points for resurrection if you get it. Just th- that skill doesn't yeah. ex- doesn't work. So why put skill points into it?
0: Yeah. M- uh, some will do stu- it do it because it's staring them in the face as the one spell they don't have yet.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, um, oh, th- does that mean that a hunter pets are also hardcore, or do they get to be rezzed? That's
2: interesting. No, that's a good question.
1: Is that room?
0: Yeah. Any,
1: any, any info on that?
0: Because warlocks cheat, can, like the
1: you can, you can re- re- yes. Okay.
0: Oh, so you're fine. just yeah. you're not rezzing them. You're you're just waking them back up. They just exactly. get, they went to sleep.
1: Yeah, it's much good like good. the red team. Yep. They yeah, took
0: yeah, a dirt yeah, nap. Yep, that's yep, all it is. Yep. Dirt nap. Yep. That's just that's just ketchup and and Kool Aid. Um. <clears throat> But uh, well, well done on that because that's an impressive feat. Like, like you know, you, one death you're done. Like yeah. that's, it that's really that's is, the, whole, yeah. the whole thing. Um, there have, of course, been some very spectacular deaths in hardcore classic. If you check out the uh, aptly named Hardcore Graveyard channel in the AIE Discord, you can see some of the details there. Yep.
1: And um, Max, Max was added by the way. Some hardcore players play their pets as hardcore, too, but it's not um, in the game.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
1: All War- right.
0: So warlock pets cheat because they don't die, they just go back to the nether. And Yeah, creep,
1: absolutely.
3: Know,
1: yep. Yeah. just really on that stuff. All right. Uh, in Sotor, in guild activities, last Friday they had not one, but two groups playing. One for grit some fun, flying pew pew, and one for doing ground activities. So if you want to play with friends on Friday nights, it's always worth checking the menu. It might not be v- PVP. And if you want to play with friends on Tuesday nights, join for MFN. they're usually looking for, um, they're usually looking at accomplishing galactic season objectives, but variety is also to be expected. And last but not least, if you want PVP on Wednesday nights with friends, join Machete and Stasks in the H- house of pain for a rousing good time. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, Kidding, guys, all are welcome.
0: We're going to skip the ESU news now because we're going to let kenny get into that a little later. Yep. But yeah. time for puppy.
2: Yeah, I had to rescue a puppy who was starting to eat furniture. All right, in Sto news, they're currently offering twenty percent off on ships and related items in the Zen Store. Players are temporarily able to buy vanity shields in the Dilithium Store. Ooh. Equipping one of these shields will give your ship a unique appearance and far which is the uh, fleet action report uh, video podcast is looking for topic suggestions if there's a topic you'd like to see us cover please reach out to grebog or Nikitas on discord or go to fleetactionreport.com
0: yeah it's I, I will say the first time i saw a giant space jellyfish sitting next to me in space i was con- concerned confused and then realized yeah. it was one of those one of those vanity shields so uh you you can make your ship look like some interesting things uh, with those vanity shields. <clears throat> All right, over in Final Fantasy XIV, we've got a, a, a lot more information on Patch Six Point Five, Growing Light. It is launching October third, and it's going to be a full day patch, by the way. So twenty four hours of no playing Final Fantasy XIV. So you'll have some time to play Starfield or or Battle or uh, Baldur's Gate Three. I almost say Battlestar Galactica for some reason. But, you
1: oh, know. BG. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fine. yeah
0: BG. BSG, BG.
1: Or, or watch BSG Season 3. Either way.
0: Yeah, yeah. It all works. Um, so this is going to be a decent size chunk of the MSQ, because it's a major patch. Um, <clears throat> um. It will be the final wing of the Alliance Raid, which is named Thalia. Um, there's a new lunar-themed dungeon. There is a new Trial, likely-themed same or similar. And there's of course going to be uh, well not of course but there the the um, the, th- the trial will have an extreme version of it so that you can get fancy weapons. Um, there will be a new variant dungeon, which is kind of the choose-your-own-path style du- dungeon, um, or you can also call it Endland- endless dungeon light because it's kind of that same setup for the endless dungeons, but it's it, they stick that into a, a regular dungeon size. Mm. You just choose what path you're going. Um, they're, of course, going to do the hard mode of that, which is called a Criterion dungeon. Um, so just many dungeons handle it. Um, it's mm-hmm. They're just throwing all the dungeons at you this patch. Um, there will somehow be further Hildebrand, <laughs> uh, more Tataru. And, of course, with Hildebrand comes more Burlic weapons. So expect that. Um, <clears throat> we are also finally welcoming our Xbox friends into the Final Fantasy XIV family. So we'll see a lot of new faces um, running around and maybe some old faces saying, Hey, I can do this on Xbox. That's cool. Um, And they're also bringing us a a lot more Island sanctuary stuff. I hear uh, a new uh, gathering area, some new animals, um, some, you know, more fashions, more things to farm up and and grow, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Um, And
2: if you're not in the middle of doing the explosion, uh there's still time to get in on it so make sure you hit the uh, the discord for that it's the uh overseas casual discord basically uh-huh. we started on monday or sorry on tuesday we uh basically set the the rest days as days 1 and 2 and then um you basically put in two week a uh, uh, schedule for two weeks of what you're going to do, and then you don't talk to that mammoth for the rest of the two weeks, so that once the patch launches, you go back and talk to them and you get two weeks worth of experience saved up. And yep. basically, it's at least a level uh, because we're going from 16 to 18,
0: I think. It's usually the, yeah, usually two levels. Yep. Yeah. So this might be a light patch, but it's definitely not a light patch, nope. um, <laughs> which is a. But uh, if you wanted anything from the Moogles, by the way, um, the earnings will end this patch. I don't know if they're doing away with the with the the actual vendor, but you won't be able to earn them anymore. So, you know, if you need them, October third's the last day. You got a little over a week to get done. All right, good to know.
2: Um,
1: absolutely. All right, Guild Guild Wars two. Remember that Dungeons and More Nights is the second Friday of the month. Um, and all are welcome. And in Lotro, um on Bull Roar. They now have two looks at testing of the new upcoming Mariner class. So far it feels like a fun melee class to play. Uh time is running out to celebrate Bilbo's birthday um as the event ends early on the morning of the 26th. I don't know. It's his birthday was two days ago. They're still their birthday, because you know, Frodo as well, but yep. yeah, fits. Um if you want to get some of the group deeds uh deeds clear Go check out the uh, Lutro channel and see how they can help folks uh, get together and get those run.
0: All right. All that news, uh, we're all done, except now it's time to turn to Kenny and see what's going on in ESO.
3: Oh, so many things. Um, MFNs on Friday, Um, we've been changing it up a bit, depending upon who shows up and what's sort of going on in the game. We've done dungeons with the Undaunted event recently. So we queue for the random and then split up into groups of three and walk in a front door and overpower everything anyway, even though it's a four person instance. Um, We've done some trials, some of which are easy to fully clear with about six people and others that I've practiced my floor tanking quite a bit for. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a feature, not a bug. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, We've got another tales of tribute tournament uh, for the guild that will be starting Monday, October 2nd and will run for about four weeks. Um, the prize pool is going to pay out at least the top 10 players, and top prize is going to be 1.5 million gold. So it's a lot of gold, a lot of furniture and plans you can buy. It is. Um, win or lose, everyone seems to have a great time with this with the tournaments. Um, occasionally we play the games during MFN, so we'll hang out and chat while playing. Um, and if you're interested, but you're not confident in your abilities to play or you have any questions, feel free to reach out and ask. A lot of us will do demonstration or practice matches ahead of time just to show people how to play and give some strategy tips and tricks. I do know that I seem to be target number one for the upcoming one because I I placed well last time.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's basically been you and, um, who's the other person. It's there's been two winners of all the tournaments. It's you and, um and i forget their name sorry it escapes me uh
3: dp dp, DP and i tend to yeah. the wind um but we have a lot of fun with it and while it's a competitive activity we don't treat it like one we complete it we treat it as just a couple friends playing cards so right right However, there is going to be an update coming out um, scheduled for launch on October 30th for PC, Mac, and November 14th for consoles. It is live on the PTS right now, though. It's the Endless Archive and Update 40. The Endless Archive is going to be a randomly generated PvP activity designed for one to two players. Um, only limit as to how far you can go in this event is the, the death counter because there's a limited number of deaths or team wipes. It reminds me a little bit like the um the tower in wow back in shadowlands where you would go through and you'd get boons as you went from section to section the description reminds me of that a bit oh, where you. you get boons
0: oh, I hope not though
3: <laughs> It seems like it's going to be better than that though I think um
0: Have you ever you did- done the have you done the final fantasy version of the final fantasy 14 version yet?
3: Yes, I did. Um, a yeah. little bit like that, It's it seems like they've taken bits and pieces from a lot of different content like that and smushed it mm-hmm. together. Um, rewards are going to be mounts, pets, cosmetics. There's going to be a new class set and a new currency that drops that can be used to buy stuff like style pages, class set items, and buffs that carry over to the next time you run. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. There's also going to be some quality of life updates, such as a new group finder tool, um, a single Grandmaster attunable crafting station for each type of craft that you can get. Mm -hmm. So instead of needing 50 crafting stations, if you want to be able to make all of the attunable items, you just have one. Well, that's great. Uh, One for blacksmithing, one for tailoring, etc. I'm betting that's going to be pricey to pick up. Yeah, worth it. that
0: are require you to hit like every single dungeon in the existence to get a piece of it or something.
3: Yeah. Something like that. Um, they're also readjusting some of the quest XP and gold rewards just because they originally were designed to sort of scale, but it's not quite equitable anymore with all the new content and stuff. So they're making adjustments there and rebalancing jewelry crafting to actually make people want to do it. Yeah. Um, removing grains. Grains have are used for upgrading items and currently you have to farm 10 grains in order to make one piece of plating and you need multiple pieces of plating to upgrade gear oh, from white to to green to blue etc mm. they're dropping the grains turning it all into plating and making that part easier cuz right okay. now yeah it's a pain you- yeah, you get the gear to green and you're like, I'm not even going to farm the crap I need to get it to, to purple. I'm just yeah. going to stick with the green. So, okay, so get, kind of getting rid of the reagent piece of it. Yeah,
0: they're, At they're least they're one level.
3: It, Yeah, they're making that a little bit easier. I think that'll see more people do the jewelry stuff. Mm. Um, so if you have jewelry surveys on hand that you're just holding on to and you don't do them because it's a pain, you might want to do those surveys to get the grains ahead of time. Because when they do the conversion, and we're not sure what the rate's going to be yet, but they'll convert the grains that you have in the plating automatically. So yeah. get the grains, hold on to them, don't refine them, and let the game do that when the patch drops. I think you're going to get a better value than if you refine them to plating yourself right now. Um, yeah, those are the, the big things coming up. I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing how the Endless Archive works when it launches. Um, maybe doing some groups with guild members as part of MFN at first, you know, splitting up into pairs and seeing how far we can go. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty fun. Excellent.
0: Yeah, and I've seen that, the, like, there's people getting into some crazy levels in the uh, champion system lately. I've seen a lot of people hitting, like, thousands at this point. So it's uh, been crazy over there from what I see.
3: Yeah, because and you can't, of course... The way leveling works, you just keep going with tamping points. I think i Yeah. I think I might be at like twelve hundred, eleven or twelve hundred, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like that's like the new end game. Like you're not even considered to be in the end game until you get to about a thousand, which is kind of funny. But uh, but yeah, it's been it's been interesting over there. Only I did, wasn't so busy with Starfield.
3: Right, right. <laughs> I know. I have spent so much time in space lately, and it's it's pretty awesome.
0: Yep. Well, uh, that sounds like everything for ESO. If anyone else has anything else to add, oh, good here. No. All righty. So, if that's it for our show tonight, then while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank uh, Dan Kinnea for joining us. So, thank you for getting us up to date.
1: Absolutely. And if you have questions or comments for the show, you can email us at podcast at You can find us on the AIE Discord and other non-Twitter related media. Uh, we record live with video every other approximately every other Sunday at eight p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, AIE guildorg and look for the podcast live stream. Um and look and look for the link in our Discord server uh for, Discord server is, of course, aie-guild.org. For the po- for past episodes, you can see them on YouTube, um, youtube.com slash c slash the AIE podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at the Keys of Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com.
2: And if we had member segments, this is where we'd play them, but we have not received any this week. Uh, but again, if you'd like to... Submit one ninety to one hundred and twenty seconds. Just email us uh podcast at aie org and we will get them.
1: Or if you're can to hundred and ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes and it should be his own show, we'll just we'll put a link somewhere in the notes.
2: Exactly.
0: And in two weeks uh we will be talking to Kel about Final Fantasy 14. So until then, AIE. This is
3: Dan Kenyon.
0: This is MuCal.
3: This is Mikala.
2: This is Tetsumi.
0: And this has been the AIE Podcast.